welcome, welcome to Good Deeds Radio. I am your host, Dr. Renee Sunday, and I am the platform builder. First of all, we want to stop and pause and say thank you, thank you, thank you for believing in us. <laughs> we thank you. Uh, we're still hanging in there. We still, we're number 57 in all of the United States podcasts. Isn't that amazing? Uh, from our research, if you get if you're below 200, that's amazing. But we're actually we love that spot in that 50. We do 50, 56, 57. But we we're grateful. Okay, we're grateful. <laughs> but also, we want to thank you for also checking us out on YouTube, our website, and of course in our social media platforms as well. Thank you for believing in us. Thank you for taking the time out. To support us, and we believe in you as well. You know what we do here at Good Deeds? We help you shine your light to the world. And what that light is, your light is your goals, your dreams, your passions, of course, your purpose and destiny in life. So because we have to get that message out so we can help somebody else, we have to be that conduit. We have to be that way that we take the need away from somebody else. That's what we need to do. And so we have to do that here at Good Deeds, and we're so excited about that. And I, as I said earlier, I'm your host. I'm Dr. Renee Sunday. As being the platform builder, what I do is I help people identify their purpose if they're not aware. And then we build a platform so you can be seen, be heard, and guess what? Get paid. That's what it's all about. Are you monetizing what you're doing? Now, that's a whole conversation right there. So that's what I do through the, uh, I am a business coach, a life coach, I'm a grief counselor, and, of course, a media personality, and I'm, you know, I'm a speaker that comes with it. Of course, I'm a minister, all that goes together of helping people shine their light for the world, right? People ask me all the time, how do you do it? It's under one umbrella, Renee Sunday Enterprises. And there's different department stores. Okay, well, I'll put it that way because you know, uh, ladies, if you listen, you know we like to shop, right? Most ladies, I'm putting that way. Men, you know what we do, okay? Some men like to shop as well. But you just have different parts there that actually help other people. And that's what we do at, with good deeds. Because good deeds happen, guess what, every second of the day, right? So let's get to our question because we have a fabulous young lady in the studio with us. Uh, the question, and <laughs> I'm laughing because uh, you know my team, they hand me the question. Wow, when I say that, that's when the question's been here, you know, given to me. Okay. Uh, but, you know, I like doing that because they know I'm going to do three things, and you know as well, listening to all this. You know I'm going to be, I'm going to show compassion and love, and you know I'm going to be authentic, <clears throat> excuse me, and you know I'm going to be consistent, okay? So let's see what the Let's see what the question, I'm going to paraphrase. And what we do is when you send the questions in, I do give you a call and we talk about the, the questions because you're, you're asking me, so I need to actually answer them directly to you. But guess what? When one person, guess what, is thinking the question, somebody is as well. Well, the question, and I have to put a pin there, sometimes the questions are personal, sometimes it's about me as the different things I do in business, and then sometimes it's spiritual. Sometimes it's a lot of things. But, you know, we keep it, as the kids say, we do it in the spirit of excellence, but the kids say, what, keep it 100, right? But the question is, they say, Dr. Sunday, Dr. Sunday, hmm, with your publishing company, tell us a little bit about more 
or the behind the scenes of the publishing company. That's kind of what the question is. I'm paraphrasing. It's, it's more words there. Uh, because it sounds like from this question, this person is seeking out to uh, find a publisher. So let's answer that just briefly. Uh, first of all, uh, you know there are traditional publish, publishers. You can self-publish yourself, and then it's also called what's called a hybrid. Most people, if we're doing it for a service, they are hybrids, and that's what Sunday Publishing Company is a hybrid. We actually have great ratings. You'll see that our uh, ISBN numbers are somewhat different than self-publishing company because it, it, it's a lot of back behind the scenes on that. And, and to be honest, it's, uh, it, it's a tr because the, of the clout that we have, and the clout means the, the presence that we have, the presence of people that we have published before. It's a whole scenario behind that. Um, but then, we, so what we do is we people are contractors for our, guess what I said earlier, for our products and services. Uh, we don't do like a, a lot of the traditional uh, publishing companies. Uh, okay, let me just say this. In this day and time, no traditional companies are giving you money up front. Not really. <laughs> Sometimes they do if it's a big person. Like uh, James Patterson, Bishop Jake, George Meyer, from my understanding, that is real uh, low in regards to the revenue that they give you up front for that. You know, okay? So, but then the point is that you have to give that company a percentage of each book you sell, percentage over time, et cetera, et cetera. Um, self publishing, you know, you do it on your own. But the, the bad thing is about self publishing, uh, and, and the one that I remember that came to mind, if you remember back uh, when Oprah Winfrey had her show, when you go on Oprah Winfrey, you know you got to have many, many copies. So who's going to send those copies out back then was actually yourself, right? And the person could not keep up with it, and then to find out that, uh-oh, the book was not edited. So I'm going to say edited properly. I'm just sure no one would put up a book. That's not edited. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm sweating by even saying that. But anyway, so a lot of people are shot on on self-publishers, uh, but you have to make sure you look like you know what you're doing, meaning you have customer service, your contracts, your book cover need to look right, and, you know, of course, like I said, it needs to be edited. But what we do at Sunday Publishing Company, I have a team that we actually have our own uh, editors. We have uh, book designers, have more than one. Um, you know I have we have different graphics people. So we have different people that come in to make this team together. I tell people, you know, the best thing is to have the book already written. So we do have a partner that we send people out if they need help writing the book. That's one piece that we don't do. But we do take care of all of the other as when your manuscript is completed. And then we also, we can help you with the marketing. You know, we can help you with the promotion. All those things. We have different packages depending on what you need. So that's it in a nutshell. And, of course, I'll talk more in detail with the young man when we give him a call. But first of all, we need to know what type of publishing company are you looking at. But you still got to have the spirit of excellence. You still should set up a proposal and all the things that go in a proposal. And, of course, depending on what you need, that's where the packages come from. If you if you first book, it's a different package than if you've written a book before. Now, if you're redoing the whole book, that's a whole you know that's a whole scenario we have to talk about. But that's it in a nutshell of what Sunday Publishing Company, <laughs> what we offer. But let's woo, 
You know, I get excited. If nobody else can talk about your business, guess what? You should be able to, and I can do that. I'm not boasting, but that's what. If you wake somebody up at 2 a.m. and they say they'll see you, they should be able to tell you about their business, right? Let me just say amen to that. Okay, amen. But let's get to our amazing, amazing guest today. This young lady, Miss Margaret Starbell, uh, she is amazing. Um, she, 2017 and 2018, the Gospel Image Award nominee for inspirational speaker. My team, they set me up all the time. Author of the year, she can actually chime in on some of the stuff we just said and see if the validity of it. Thank God for my blood clot. Now, she's just going there. I love that. We're going to talk about that. That is one of her amazing books. But she offered not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, but six books, inspirational books. Isn't that amazing? There you go. She's going to actually tell us about some of them while we're here on the broadcast. But the other thing is she is a survivor, ovarian cancer overcomer survivor who tells truly, she's going to tell you the story on it, not all, because, you know, this is in a book, you need to buy the book, amen, but believe God spared her life so that she would continue on in life-inspiring and also helping other people. You see what I'm saying? She's an advocate. I love it. I love being an anesthesiologist. I love it. Advocate of ovarian cancer and also the founder of Inspire In Edify Organization. We want to welcome, welcome none other than the amazing, the phenomenal world changer herself, Miss Margaret Star Bell. Are you there? Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, thank you, and uh, <laughs> thank you for allowing me to be a part of your platform. Yes. Well, so much baby, we're glad that you're here. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, Margaret, let's get on into this because you have so much that you oh, that you have blessed the world with and will continue. But you know, I only did the tip of the iceberg. Tell us a little bit more about yourself and the amazing things that's going on in your life. Oh my God, um, I am one a child of God. I am a mother, a mother of one. Miss um, Renee, I know I've been on your platform before. And a lot has changed since then. Um, I was diagnosed with cancer um, June the 14th, 2017. Um, so I was pretty much battling cancer for the rest of 2017 and the beginning of this year, just trying to, I finished up chemo, trying to get my strength back. And uh, God had laid on my heart to uh, write my eighth book. And I'll be honest with you, um, my other books came easy. This book was very hard for me to write because I had to relive everything. Um, <clears throat> I wanted to get through my cancer uh, journey and forget about it. But God said, no, I didn't bring you through that for you just to say you went through it. It's going to be your testimony, and I need for you to write about it. So I did. <laughs> and uh, the name of my book, that, uh, and it actually released on June 14, 2017, which is one year to date of my cancer diagnosis. God, I prayed. I said, Lord God, if you want me to write this, I need for you to give me a title because nobody wants to talk about cancer. That's depressing. But um, he gave me the title uh, in my sleep one night. Thank God for my blood clots because if they hadn't, hadn't been for my blood clots, they wouldn't have uh, found my cancer. 
So that's how I came up with that title. Yes. Wow, that's powerful. Let's dive a little deeper uh, for the audience that's familiar, not familiar with boycotts. Kind of tell us a little bit about that. But let me let me let me put a pin there. Let me step back a little bit. Um, uh-huh. First of all, we just thank God that He spared your life that you could tell the story. Let me say that because I have to. I have to say that because a lot of people uh, don't know a uh, cancer. I think the little slang thing they say cancer is a beast, but you don't know until you walk through mm-hmm. that with yourself, especially. And then number two, mm-hmm. with a loved one that's close. I have to say that right there. But please yes. kind of expound a little bit and, and tell us a little bit about. I, I mean, blood clots. You know, people. What what is a blood clot? <laughs> yes. Um, actually, um, a blood clot, um, Dr. Sunday, is where you have what actually your blood sticks together in your arteries, um, in your veins, and it and it, and it forms a a clot, uh, and the rest of your blood cannot get through. Um, it causes individuals to have heart attacks. If um, I've had an aunt who has had blood clots that kind of uh, released and broke off into pieces and they were in her lungs. And in my case, that's what it was. I had an actual blood clot in my leg, didn't know. It broke off into um, two pieces, and the two blood clots were in my left lung. Uh, when you get blood clots in your lung, it causes difficulty with breathing. So that's a little bit about uh, blood clots. And um, again, I chose that title because God gave it to me, and I'm thinking it's an eye-catcher eye um, because people don't thank God for blood clots because blood clots kill. But in my case, I thank God for mine because it saved my life from the other killer, which was cancer, ovarian cancer to be exact. Yes, ma'am. Wow, that that's amazing. Yeah. Yes, Ooh, wow. But but mm-hmm. in regards to ovarian cancer, you know, ladies and gentlemen, you know I'm a, a practicing anesthesiologist. Talk to yes. me, and I'm gonna be very candid about this, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the mm-hmm. statistics that's out there is saying that uh, it's pretty rare, to be honest, for ovarian cancer to be in African American women. Uh, and it's unfortunate now cancer in general, let me just say in general, all kinds are on the uprise for several yeah. reasons. I mean, you know, everybody's stressed. You know, we loving our fast food, et cetera, et cetera, lack mm-hmm. of exercise. But, but tell us a little bit because, uh, you know, you being an African-American uh, a female, I mean, ovarian cancer, you know, most people wouldn't put those two in, in, in one of, you know, in the same. Mhm. Well, um, Dr. Sunday, I, the, all the research that I did, I did not hear um, it being uh, necessarily about uh, African-American women, but I do know with my studies, it is very rare. Um, we get, it's low compared to breast cancer. Um, it's, it usually attacks um, about 22,000 people, uh, 22,000 women each year. Um, you don't hear a whole lot of people talking about it because, like, again, I said, it's, it's very rare. However, um, it's considered a silent killer, and once it's found, it's usually um, not only 19% of the women that's diagnosed with ovarian cancer are, uh, it's called, you know, in time. All of the other ones, uh, it's pretty much too far gone. And in my case, I was one of one in that 19% that my doctor caught, caught mine in the very beginning stages because of my blood clot. Um, it's the symptoms 
are very uh, vague. Um, you would think that a lot of a lot of women um, throw them off or blow them off. I would say, and I always say that a lot on my page. Uh, MB ovarian cancer awareness. Don't blow the symptoms off because the symptoms are probably symptoms that women and men experience from food. Uh, it could people blow it off and think it's gas. Um, some of the symptoms are bloatiness, uh, just being very bloated in your abdomen, uh, retaining lots of water, gas, changes in your uh, bathroom habits, uh, pain in your lower back. And um, a lot of women, I mean, probably get that, like I said, on a daily basis or a weekly basis, and you think nothing of it, you're not thinking cancer. But those are um, the symptoms of it. Uh, again, like my doctor said, she said it's pretty much a silent killer because because people blow off the symptoms and think it's, you know, gas or something else, but it's not. But I just thank God for sparing my life. I'm glad that I'm here. And uh, um, I was one in the 75, like she says, one in every 75 women will be diagnosed with ovarian cancer, and I was one of those ones out of the 75 for 2017. Still here, and he brought me through. Um, I'm closer to him because of it. Um, I have a different perspective on life because of all that I've been through as well. <laughs> so it's like I, I, I'm a new I, me. So I just say I'm amen. New I'm a new me. A new you. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Wow. Yes. Mm. Yes. Absolutely. I, I can really say that my mom has birth, had breast cancer, and I think she's what, probably 25 years out now. Yes, she said... She mm-hmm. says the same thing that it, it it changed the type of woman that she is because you have to nobody knows what you're going through uh, but yourself mm-hmm. you know as they say that the experience is a great teacher but I want to add to that as we know um, everyone loves loves um, Aretha Franklin and you know she uh, passed today and we love her and love her and love her uh, but she had pancreatic cancer and pancreatic cancer kind of goes along with ovarian cancer. Like you say, it's a cellar killer. Mm-hmm. And by the time they find it, unfortunately, mm-hmm. the pancreatic cancer, people, unfortunately, usually pass away within six, usually six, three to six months. But she was mm-hmm. already a second miracle, I'm going to say, because she changed the world. The first miracle changed the world from her coming from her home of the Venus. But the second miracle, you know, I, don't quote me here, but I think she had her diagnosis in, in like 2010 or somewhere in there. I think someone said 2009, 2010. But the point that I'm saying is uh, she already had beat that three to six months. That You know, that's for sure what I'm saying. And so yes. I just thank God um, for God sparing your life. I want to ask you this, and this is just a generic uh, question, and I think you've already alluded to it, but I think – the audience needs to hear this and people listening live in the archive. When you go mm-hmm. through a difficult situation, mm, and mm. all of us maybe going through that right now have gone through it and, 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 and can say what you say that it was a true blessing and you have a closer relationship with God, but what should we glean from going through a difficult situation and then when something else happens after that, What's your opinion of how we should respond to something? Not, not even if we're not saying it, we're saying it in general. So you know, it can be just your car broke down or your gas. You got to get gas before you get home. You know, mm-hmm. difficult situations can be whatever. But talk to us a little bit about that because I think a lot of things we don't. And you said the right word, have the perspective of a thing, and we if we mm-hmm. get the right perspective, we'll probably respond differently. 
Absolutely. And it goes back to what people say um, a lot of times people are stressed out, but it's not it's not about the situation that you're going through. It's how you respond to that situation. And, and you said touch on after going through what I've what I have gone through, oh my God, a, a total another, a totally different perspective on life. The things that uh, used to bother me doesn't no longer bother me. Um, I mean, you just you look at everything so different. Like things that were minimum, uh, that were uh, before I saw as being something huge. It's like now I could care less. I'm like, okay, well, you know, we go on. Um, and I think uh, me going through that journey, uh, what I could say to somebody else is, um, take, number one, slow down enough and, and sit still enough to see your blessings. Um, don't take certain things for granted. But number um, number two is knowing that um, God can bring somebody out of cancer or, or, or heal them for whatever the situation is. Um, know that if God can do it for me, he can do it for you. Um, you should have a greater faith um, coming through things like this. Um, the individual, I know I do, um, the individual should be able to um, talk about their testimony. And, again, it's not what I learned, Dr. Sunday, was it wasn't about me and my cancer. He brought me through plenty of times. All the surgeries I had, I could have, if he wanted to take me, he could have took me through those surgeries or, or any other time. Um, but bringing me through uh, allowed me to say, you know, God allowed me to realize it, it wasn't about me and my cancer. It's about me being able to tell my testimony, God healing me, and for me to go out and tell others how good God is, that he's still a healer, that he's here in the midnight hour when you're crying, when you don't have anybody else, and you think you're not going to make it. He is there. So um, I think that's what it's about. I think it's about constantly uh, repeatedly talking about how good God is and that He that He's there for whatever your situation is. Point in blank. Mhm. Yeah, I totally, <laughs> I totally agree <laughs> with you on that in in regard. Yeah. But you know, when you were going through the process, um, your healing process, mm-hmm. how was the support? Because I've heard so many people when they going through a different, uh, you know depending on if it's cancer or even going through a divorce and domestic violence, a lot of mm-hmm. people say what the biggest the world is that some places still don't have support. They don't have support groups, someone that mm-hmm. they can actually, you know, just talk to that have been through a similar situation. What mm-hmm. is your take on that? My take on it is I felt so alone. <laughs> I'll just be honest with you. I felt so mm-hmm. alone because, again, I didn't hear about ovarian cancer. You don't hear people talking about ovarian cancer. You hear people talking about cancer in women. You you hear breast, breast cancer. Um, I felt alone. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I had my family support, you know, my mom, um, her husband, my brother. I had family support, my pastor, aunts and uncles. And I had that support, but they could only say so much because, um, they didn't know, you know, they don't know, nobody knows what you're going through. And, you know, they can say, oh, I'm here for you, whatever you need, but they don't understand and they don't know. And Dr. Um, Sunday, I found out after I finished, it was right after I finished my chemo, I found out that I had a distant cousin who also had ovarian cancer years ago, and she reached out to me um, and said, I know exactly how you feel. And I said, how do you know? She said, I had ovarian cancer. And I told her then, I said, I wish I had known that you had been through this because you could have helped me because I was um, 
you know, you're already afraid, but I was doubly afraid because nobody, I didn't have anybody to talk to that had been through the process that could kind of help me out. Um, I had to go online, actually, and I found the support group there, and uh, it helped me out during my healing process, um, you know, because, you know, you finish chemo, and, and I'm no longer, like, very illy uh, sick. Uh, everybody goes back to their regular life. You know, they're going back to their job, whatever. The visitations kind of slow down. So I still needed support to help me through my healing process, and I found that actually uh, a group online that helped me out a lot, and I also talked to that distant cousin, which helped me out so much. But, yeah, it, we do need to have support systems in place, and we don't have, um, like I said, we don't have them here uh in, in any areas, really, there's not a whole lot. It is online, but not in the physical. Yes, you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. I totally understand. Wow. Mm-hmm. And this is the reason I actually uh, decided, you know, I, I prayed about it, and I said, you know what, I came up with uh, MB Ovarian Cancer Awareness, um, and you can find that online at Facebook. Uh, and I also have an account on um, Instagram as well, and I put out information and I advocate that way. Um, I held a um, ovarian cancer awareness um, event back in April, and I'm having another one in September because uh, next month is uh, actual National Ovarian Cancer Month, so I'll be holding something then. But I- I'm just um, very uh, adamant about getting the word out about ovarian cancer, um, letting individuals know about the symptoms, um, and, it you know, it- it'll help save a mom, a sister, uh, a cousin, you know, letting them know what those symptoms are so that individuals can be self-aware. And that's something I feel like I'm going to continue to do uh, because, like I said, it is a silent killer and people blow the symptoms off as something else. You know, you're just not thinking about cancer. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, this came in my spirit, and, I, I, you know, I don't want you to take that. Of course, we're going to get your information on how we can get your books and, and support you in this oh, yeah. call. But, but speak. Because that's coming out, it's in my spirit that if so many women, we run, 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 run. I mean, I think somebody made a little joke, but it really wasn't a joke, that one one lady can do 10 things before they actually get to their job. If they are a business owner or a physical career, if they're working for, you know, for somebody else, I mean, you, you know, you're cooking breakfast for the kids, you're getting the kids ready, you know, they got to get dressed, you know, and, and, and shower yeah. and all that. Then you got to drop them off, dot, 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 dot. You got to get your lunch. You got to go through traffic. And then you find uh-huh. out your 8 o'clock job. Yeah. <laughs> so speak to the oh, yeah. women right now just because the thing about it is we need to, like you, you said it so wonderfully, Slow down, but speak to us about mm-hmm. that of our self care mm-hmm. in order to take care of somebody else. And then after Absolutely. that, please tell us how we can contact you and support you. Yes, we do have to slow down. And uh, I heard my grandmother say it for years, um, Dr. Sunday, if you're too busy uh, for God, you're too busy. Uh, Absolutely too busy if you don't have time to sit down with God. And I don't mean just a rush, rush, uh, 10 second prayer, but just going through things uh, out of habit. You have to actually sit down and, and, and sit still. Um, there was also another saying that my grandma used to tell me. She said, You know, we, we ask, we pray and ask God uh, for certain things, or, you know, whether it's just a closer walk with Him. She said, But we don't ever sit still and be quiet along, uh, long enough to even hear Him. And then you wonder why, well, God, I prayed and God never answered my prayers. Well, how do you know he hadn't answered? Because you hadn't sat still long enough to, to hear him, to hear him speak. 
Uh, we always got the television going or some music going. Um, I used to ride to work in complete silence just so I could have time with God to talk to God in the mornings. And we do as women, um, you know, we're multitaskers. We're good at it. We're moms. We're nurturers by nature. And uh, we do find ourselves, you know, doing this for the husband, doing this for the kids, or doing this for the church, or doing this for, you know, if if you uh, if you uh, own your own business, we're doing, doing, doing. But we have to make time and find time if we have to write it down and schedule ourselves in to be able to sit still and to have a sense of peace in our lives. And this needs to be on a daily basis. It, again, like I said, if it's only 10, 15 minutes, but we need to have that time because we don't take care of ourselves, we, we're not going to be good enough to take care of anybody else, uh, our other family that we love and whatnot. So I agree with you on that. Absolutely. Um, Dr. Sunday, you, um, I have an account on Facebook. Um, everybody, I have an account on Instagram, and every you can find everything uh, regarding my books, uh, my CDs, or anything that I have going on, my projects. Um, you can find them at um, Arthur Margaret Starbell on Facebook and Arthur Margaret Starbell on Instagram as well. Um, and I know we touched last time on my, my organization, Inspire and Edify. Inspire and Edify is still going. Uh, we fed the homeless. Um, in 2016, 2017, I wasn't able to do anything because, again, I was sick. Um, we're having a brunch uh, on next Saturday, August the 25th, the Inspire and Edify organization. All the proceeds to that is going to go to uh, feeding um, the less fortunate here in this area, which is the Concord area, uh, will be um, actually not this fall, but this winter when it gets cold. So I still have that going on, and um, I'm just glad God blessed me with the heart. I just want to be able to inspire others with my writing, um, to give God that God gets the glory through my writing, that it helps if it's just one person. Um, I still want to advocate and, like I say, help women to be self-aware of their body, um, and I also want to continue to help the less fortunate. God has given me this heart um, to just help others, help others, help others. And that's what I want to do. I want to continue to live healthy and to be a blessing to others. That's my ultimate goal. And I thank you for, again, allowing me to be a part of your show and to be a uh, take part and be a part of your platform. I really, truly appreciate that from the bottom of my heart. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, well, thank you. You're just amazing. I, I just love your spirit. I just love the things you do. But you know what? I, I have to say this because I, I see that in, in my own life. Uh, God mm-hmm. will really do it in Ephesians 3.20 if we're obedient. A lot of times we don't think we're obedient. <laughs> but when we're yep. obedient, and, and the thing about it is he, that's why he sent Jesus, because he knew we wasn't going to. And I'm going to have to say this, ladies and gentlemen, we're never going to get it. <laughs> All the way right. We're never going to be 100%. But strive to do better each day. Yes. That's, yes. The, that's the key, isn't it? Don't you think so, Margaret? That's the key. It is. We are to strive to be better. He knows we're not perfect, and we hear, you know, growing up when nobody's perfect but God. But we should we should strive and uh, uh, and not just, you know, take God for granted or take his, his goodness for granted or whatnot, because I used to hear people always say, well, I'm a work in progress, and they use that as their excuse. But are you striving? Yeah, we have to strive and, and give our very best. We we really do. Each day that God gives us to live, um, I have this model that I say now. Um, I live, I, um, I celebrate uh, every day. Every day that God opens my eyes, I say, Lord God, I thank you, and I celebrate this day as if it's my last. 
you know, I don't have to be doing anything phenomenal. I'm just thanking God that I'm breathing and that uh, my body's not wrecked in pain and uh, I'm still not completely healed. But I say, Lord God, I take the pain and I keep on pushing because I'm glad I'm alive and breathing and I thank you and I celebrate today. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's it. Who you and she ain't preach right there, oh, Lord. But, but yes, you, celebrate you, every day. Go back again and give us that uh-huh. contact information one more time, please. Yes, you can find me on Facebook or um, Instagram at Arthur Margaret Star Bell, and I spell my middle name Star with two R's. That's Margaret Arthur Margaret Star Bell. Um, you can find all of my literary work at www. You can find it on um, all of my literary work on Facebook and Instagram. But if you want to go to my website, you can go there. It's www. Um, Arthur Arthur com. Uh, again, that's www.arthurbell.wix.com, and you can find all of my literary work there and purchase it and whatnot. Um, yeah, and that, that's it in a nutshell. If you want to know what's going on with uh, Inspire and Edify, that's, you can find that on Facebook um, as well, and it's just Inspire, uh, Inspire and Edify, or you can just look up my name, Margaret Starr. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> well, we thank you, first of all, for being in your purpose, and then we thank you for taking time out your busy schedule to be here on oh, Good Things Radio. You. We love you, love you, but God, you know, like they say, God loves you best. <laughs> yes, and I love you, too, and I really appreciate it. I appreciate your time and your consideration. I really do. You're yes. welcome. You're welcome. Woo, ladies and gentlemen, that was powerful and right on time. She told us in September, and that's coming right up pretty quick, right? So we need to support her. All her information will be on our website and also our social media and also, of course, over on iTunes and YouTube. We got to support each other. We got, we have to help each other. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, there's so much going on in the world, but we, you know, as the old saying, as we were saying a lot of fans during this, this conversation, but it does take the whole village. We've heard that. You have to, what they said, lean on me. We need to lean and be able to support each other in the things that we have going on in our life. You know we love you here at Good Deeds. If you, if you, you know, need someone to talk to, you need someone to, 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 to just express what you need, give us a call. You know, I am in the medical field, so I am a counselor. Uh, you know, I'll direct you to one of my colleagues. And if we, you know, if you're not here in the Atlanta area, guess what? Huh. I, I know we know how to find people, okay? You know, the power of the internet, the power of the medical association, the power of being a clergy as well, you know, we can help each other, right? So this replay will be up very shortly. But you know, we love you here at Good Deeds. I'm going to say that over and over because some people don't hear that. You may hear me say it a lot of times, but a lot of people may not hear that. So I want you to know that we do love you and God loves you too, okay? That's number one. But uh, if you want to be a guest on our broadcast here, the radio show, the TV show, or even uh, be in the magazine, we have Good Deeds magazine, uh, please contact us. We are are actually teaching people to launch their own radio and podcast. And also, if they want their own magazine, we're actually uh, coaching people with that. Um, if you want to do advertising and promotion on the radio, TV, or the magazine, we have reasonable rates for that as well. You know, get the book out. Sunday Publishing Company, we are accepting submissions, and we got a lot of things coming out very shortly. So the thing about it is you have to reach out, step out on that faith, right? And, you know, I always tell people, if I'm not a fit, 
guess what? We will find someone that's a fit that you feel comfortable with, right? That that's what it's all about. Of you walking in your purpose. That's what okay. And we also have a nonprofit organization, Sunday Foundation. Um, all the information about uh, who we support, we support all our brothers and sisters. That's what we do. We also have a mentorship, a scholarship program, and we also have a son program where we take care of the basic necessities of people that have loved ones in the intensive care unit, in the hospital, and also in the nursing home. So get in contact with us so we can expand in your area. The website is www.renesunday.com www.renee.sunday, S-U-N-D-A-Y, or you can email us directly. It's Renee, the X sign, guess what, getpurposenow.com. Or you can inbox us on Facebook, you know, Instagram. You know, we got all these inbox, direct message. Um, use it for wisely, right? <laughs> but please remember, you do have a calling. You do have a reason you were born. You're not a mistake. You got to do the three things. You got to believe, you got to trust, and you got to walk that thing out. You know you got to walk it out, and you have to get your purpose and get your purpose now. You got to don't stop. Please get it, get it. That means get your purpose, get your calling, and get someone to help you with. And you got to don't stop. You got to get it, get it. Stopping, quitting is not an option. You know, this is Good Deeds, and I'm Dr. Renee Sunday. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.